train a coming, it's rolling around the bend, and I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when. I'm stuck in Folsom Prison, and time keeps dragging on. But that train keeps rolling on down to San Antonio. Welcome back in to Two Hot Sisters. JT and Jamon couldn't make it tonight, so I had to call my boy Cowboy up out of the bullpen. What's up, Cowboy? How much, bro? You all right? Uh, I could be doing a lot better. Uh, yeah. You know, the, the loss Saturday, and then I've got a, a huge biology test Thursday that I need to be studying for right now, but my brain was hurting. What do you, what do you got? You got a medal or a... No, I'm at Tennessee Tech. Okay, okay. Yeah. So I saw on your Twitter bio, it's got, I think it says Shelbyville and Murfreesboro, maybe. Shelbyville and Cookville. Cookville, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that makes more sense, since that's right next to each other. Okay, so you grew up in Shelbyville? Yeah, I grew up in Shelbyville, and then I uh, went to Montlow for a year, which is a junior college down there. And then I came okay. up here, so. I got you. Yeah. All right, cool. Did you actually watch the game Saturday? Yeah, I did. <laughs> Start <laughs> to finish. That a boy. Um, yeah, you know, um... hard to be mad uh, I mean it was just the biggest thing I mean those turnovers I mean they were so inopportune every time you felt like it was comical it was man I mean you think we're getting ready to take control of this game and I mean like clockwork put it on the ground and uh, you know I want to rip Butch but I mean what what can he do when they're when it's like this I mean they I don't know what you I don't even know how you can coach that ball security I mean, you can emphasize it, and there, you can, to an extent, overdo that, where they're thinking too much about it and not trying to make plays. I mean, it's just one of those days. I told my son, I was, I, it's just in our day. And then it turned out it looked like it was. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, especially especially after the kid shanks that field goal, you think this game is over. Oh, We're going to yeah. win. I was thinking, we won this thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, hey, uh, we at this point in the season, you know, you'll take the record that we have. But if this game ends up costing us going to Atlanta, man, it's going to be, in hindsight, such a huge missed opportunity. It's really going to hurt, yeah, especially if, you know, the SEC commissioner with the LSU and Florida deal, they keep saying this game's going to happen. And I'm telling you what, I won't believe this game happens until I see it. Yeah, when it, when it went down, whenever, whatever day that was, Thursday or Friday, um, I'm sitting there thinking, there's no, I'm, there was absolutely no doubt in my mind they're going to play. Because they have to, right. you know, theoretically. But the more this goes on, you know, LSU's got their heels dig, dug in, and, and I don't blame them at all. No. Um, it doesn't look good. And, I, you know, will they really send them to that game at 6-1? and one? I, I, It's hard to believe that they would. But You know, and that's the thing. The, the rule book right now, a 6-1 and one Florida gets in over a 6-2 and two Tennessee. Yeah. And so if I'm, if I'm Florida – you know, it's not right, but if that's what the rules say right now, I'm going to make Sankey, you know, I'm going to make him do something before I play this game. Yeah. I think if you're Sankey, you're just praying that somehow it doesn't matter and it'll get his, it'll get him off the hook because if not, he's going to make somebody really mad. Oh, yeah. We'll, we will burn. That's the kind of way you can you can get politics right out of the job less than a year after he got it. Yeah, that's uh, heard on 104.5 today. They said, you know, the kissing babies time is over for Sankey. It's time to, you know, make a choice. So, and that's the thing. And, you know, I mean, the, th- the thing about the whole thing is, I mean, Barrett Salee's out there 
cheapening it up for Florida all week. He just won't let it go. And the the problem is, yeah, of course, at the time, say Wednesday, Thursday, yeah, maybe it's an impossible situation to play that game, but you just got to wait. At that point, if you're saying, he said, look, we're going to go ahead and move it to Sunday, which is what Georgia and South Carolina did. And they were further up the line in terms of that storm coming to them than than Gainesville was. Right. It was going to be through Gainesville in no time. Without a doubt, you're going to know by Friday if if it's doable. So you just wait a day to make that decision, and then you can still even do it Monday. It's not optimal for anybody, right? But it's a hell of a lot better than this crap now with the, the with the PR nightmare that they're getting and potentially screwing Tennessee. And it, I mean, you could be screwing Bama out of this too. You know, you, you never know how it's going to play out. Um, That's you know, hard to you know, he was rooting hard for A and M Saturday. I mean, oh, I mean, yeah. I mean Tennessee. My bad. You know what I meant? Yeah, he was rooting yeah. hard for Tennessee because he doesn't want to have to make a decision. That's obvious. No, no. that might be our only hope. To get some, not get those Alabama flags Saturday. Yeah. What? <laughs> Maybe they'll send send the word down. Ah, we're going to let, we're not going to give them this game this time. Yeah, I mean, but back to A and M. Like like we kind of talked about, we if we don't turn the ball over seven times, I think we beat them by twenty points. Yeah, wouldn't have been much to it. They I wouldn't think they didn't come close to stopping us the whole day, except for which we. We have it. We did it at Florida. We didn't score. We get handed that possession at the goal line and don't score. Last yeah. week we get the turn. You know, Trevor Knight throws the interception first possession, and we run three times and punt. Yeah, we got to take advantage there, man. Let let Dobbs loose there. I don't. I don't get. It just doesn't make sense why we keep starting like this. I don't. I I was sitting there and it's twenty eight seven, and I'm like, we're not about to do this again. There's no way. And, yeah. and and here we come. We do it again. It it's it's nothing like I've ever seen. No, it isn't. It's not. Um, you know, you would think when you're game planning that that you do something different than the than those delayed draw bullshits that they do. You know, that, yeah. that Jalen can't take anywhere. I get, we'll get to her in a minute. But um, yeah, the crazy. turn when Kelly intercepted that ball, that was huge. And not getting anything off of that. But yeah, they didn't stop us, Reed. But you know what? You know, I didn't do a whole lot of complaining on Saturday. I mean, some, don't get me wrong, but, you know, I don't think Bob Shoup's getting enough, enough crap because they put up a lot of yardage on us too. Now, yeah, the defense was putting a lot of bad situations. And what did he give up after the first quarter? 14 uh, points, I guess. Yeah, I think you're right. So, I mean, that's good. I, you know, I understand all that, but to me, there's too much talent in that secondary, even as beat up as it is, to keep getting burned all the time. You can't give up 90-yard runs to quarterbacks. You know, the big plays, the rushing yards, and we talked about this last week, the rushing yards is what concerns me because teams can, particularly if you're ahead, if you're, if you're a dominant team run against the run and you get ahead, teams are going to get garbage passing yards on you in right. the second half. The underneath, right? the underneath stuff's going to happen, yeah. It's, exactly. So I don't worry too much about that as long as you're not getting beat over the top. But when you – when everybody would play runs the ball on us, I don't get that. Is it? And I don't know enough about the game to, to, to know. If I were there, maybe I could see it. I don't know if it's because we blitz so much or if you're not getting penetration. I mean, everybody has said this week that McKenzie played pretty well. Obviously, Tuttle did, and I thought he did too. McKenzie, I heard his name, and it seemed like he was getting penetration. Yeah, but, yeah. What? Uh, one thing that I, I, I – somebody tweeted this out earlier, and I've got it right here. 
uh, talking about shoot. First of all, I don't I don't put too much blame on him. His second half adjustments have been pretty good. Yeah, that's true. We were good in the third quarter, but I, I'm I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt for now, just because I feel most of the time when these big plays happen, it's due to missed tackles in either the secondary or the linebacker position, and we're thin there. I mean, we're we're not thin at corner and secondary. We're young, you know. Yeah, right. But this uh, I saw this earlier. It said uh, Todd Kelly said that Bob Shoup told. Vols that nine offensive plays by Texas A&M accounted for more than 300 yards. Right, man. So exactly. It's the big plays. Yeah. Uh, you got to cut that out. Um, um, I don't know how you do it. I mean. I don't. See, I know. I'm, I'm at a loss for if, words. If we can't tackle, then it's going to happen. I mean, it's simple as that. We can't tackle. That's that's known. No, it's bad. And it's like, as you alluded to, the, you know, the, the linebacker injuries is, is it's probably got a lot to do with that. You know, they, um, evidently Kirkland's going to give it a go Saturday. They said he practiced today. It was heavily taped up. I didn't like how that sounded. <laughs> if he can't, if he can't run, I don't know why you put him out there, but maybe that's precautionary. Right. I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I hadn't heard whether he'd go or not. I, I said all along, I thought he'd be back after Alabama. I mean, I hope he plays this week. Um, but you know, if the guy's not ready, don't, don't rush it. Because we can, we can still afford to lose this game and then win out after that, keep him healthy for that, which we should be able to, to afford to lose this game. I kind of look at it differently but in that I think you, if, he, if he tweaks it again, you probably can get away with it with what you got left on the schedule. Whereas, yeah, if you lose here, you're probably okay, but you might not be. We just talked about yeah, that. Yeah. It's I, a monster game, dude. I mean, I see that side of it too. You're right. This, I mean, yeah. It's kind of like uh, – Kind of like pitcher or not not pitchers. It's kind of like an MLB postseason, a, a team trying to save a pitcher, you know, to get to the next game, and you might not yeah. get to that next game. So, no, that's what uh, what's the guy at uh, uh, Showalter get that and for the Orioles get that guy in the bullpen. Yeah, yeah, exact same situation. The Dodgers came back with Kershaw in three days tonight and won the game. I think they were up, they were heading the ninth inning, like six five, but whatever. Um, you got to make you got to live to survive the next day, you know. And yeah, I think that's right. I, I I I agree with that. I think I think you go ahead and push him, and if not, let him sit. I mean, we won't need him again to Atlanta. So you, you wouldn't think. I mean, uh, I'm sure out of those out of those scrub games toward the end, there'll be at least one that'll be a scare somewhat. If I, not a real scare. I look Just at the, I look at the Missouri and South Carolina games. I think both of those will be a little closer than they should be. <laughs> well, South Carolina is going to be pretty good defensively. I mean, they gave Georgia. A pretty good run Sunday. What at Missouri games in Knoxville, isn't it? Uh, yeah, because it was cold as crap last year at it, Missouri. I think I, I don't think I'm not worried about that. I mean, any, I've told you before, if, if it's on the road, I don't care if we're playing Blackman High School. <laughs> you know, it's it me a little queasy. Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah v- Vanderbilt's on the road. Uh, they got that. They could get you in one of those. Sloppy games where it's, you know, 13 yeah. 7 in the fourth, and anything could happen. Golly, you know? I hope not. Yeah, no kidding, man. <laughs> Makes me, I mean, if there's one team, I mean, I hate losing to Florida and Georgia and everything, but man, Vandy fans, the the, the two that I know, you know, are awful, so I definitely don't want to lose to them. But uh, Kamara's performance on Saturday, man, just yeah. unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, you know, um, I told Big Seth Hughes I was going to rip him here. <laughs> yeah. 
you know, who am I to argue with Seth? He's world famous, along yeah. with John Reed. Who do you, hold um, on, who do you think's more? Who do you think people listen for? Do they listen for John or do they listen for Seth? <laughs> Man, that's a tough one there because you're gonna get me in trouble. You know, um, it's got to be Reed because he's the one that is wrestling promotion video i wish i would have thought of that but i don't have the talent to do it but i think it's the funniest thing i just i watch when he does those things i'll watch him 20 or 30 times in a row oh, been, you know they're great that one where he's dragging that cow behind him yeah. the sun. oh my yeah. god <laughs> his, his intro to his podcast is great i, I, I love it man i listen to it over and over yeah that's, that's, those kids are my boys um <laughs> I mean, they have been at the forefront. You know, Jason Swain tweeted out today, what do you do about something around the, along the lines? What do you do about Hurd and Kamara? And Seth goes back. You know, it's, it's not even a debate anymore. It's Kamara's is your RB1. And he on their podcast Monday, he was real adamant about that. And so I look at There's two ways to look at this in my mind. So you got a guy that, that just broke the – all-time, all-purpose yards in a game for a university that's been playing good football for the majority of the time for 100 years. In the first game you started? Yeah. Um, on the road against a John Chavis defense um, with two, a couple two, of All-Americans on the defensive line. Two, two backup offensive linemen. Yeah. So, and that, and so it's an all-time Tennessee record. It's the most yards in 20 years in college football. So it was an unbelievable performance. Now, so it's easy to say, well, he should have been playing all along. Now, that's right. And to me, it's more of a commentary on the board than it is heard. Because they, at the minimum, should have been going about half and half on touches. Right. And it's not even been close to that. Kamara will go, he had games where he touched it two or three times. Yeah, Florida yeah. game, I think he touched it three times. Yeah. And so, I, to me, it's a commentary on the coaching as usual. They, they've not found – hell, John Kelly looked just as good, if you ask me. Yeah. Yeah, I don't put the I don't put the fumble on Kelly. Just the fact that you know that's that's a feel thing between a quarterback and a running back that happens yeah. you know over time. So I don't I don't put that on him. It's part of that crappy offense that you got to deal with. Right. It's usually good for a turnover a game. But here's the other part about this. Okay, and I, I said this on Twitter that that's the best offensive line play from a run blocking perspective that we've had in I don't know when. You can go. You, Jalen Hurd has never had holes like that to run through in, in, yeah. in any game in the three years he's been here. Yeah, he's always getting hit behind the line. Hell yes. He never he barely gets a ball and they're hitting him. So, to me, it's I get it. Okay, Kamara's very dynamic. He, he's it, Gary Danielson, of all people, says he's the best back in the conference. <laughs> um, okay. So, you know, that's off of one performance, as you said, it's your first start. But to me, you can't just take Jalen Hurd. I'm not saying it's out of loyalty either. Although I think you do owe him some for taking such a beating for three years. <laughs> but but it's stupid to say, well, Jalen might come in for a series or two per quarter or per half, and that's and we don't need to see him anymore. I don't think it's fair to him, and I don't think it's it's a right football move. You use both of them. They're they're fire and ice. You get two, yeah. you get the best of both worlds with them, and it's up to the board to do that properly. Yeah, I'm with you. I think uh, I think Kamara definitely earned, you know, should earn the majority of the snaps now. But like you said, I mean, Hurd is first of all they're completely two different type players, completely yeah. different. 
what I want to see is I want to see them both on the field at the same time. Yeah. Send one one way and one the other. I mean, you know, spread the field out. That's that's what we did Saturday, I felt. The field was spread out. I mean, the middle of the field was open all day. Them little dump-offs were there all day. Uh, yeah, and we hit, those, we hit those slants every game nobody can handle. Those wide receivers on those plays. Yeah. Um, and what, uh, one thing you could do with Kamara, I think, is if you want them both on the field at the same time, you know, put him in a slot and put him in motion, and then you've got a lot of confusion going on. Yeah. And then do that stupid little inside handoff read option bullshit, but then keep it and throw it to Kamara out in the flats or somewhere. He'll probably score on that play. Yeah. You know, there's a lot, there's a lot of things you can do to, to take advantage of him. He's not, and DeBoer's not done that. Or or Butch, you can put it on him. Right, it's Butch. But maybe after seeing what Kamara can do, they'll, you know, they'll, they'll unleash both of them and, yeah, what was I about to say? Uh, uh, and oh yeah, and the uh, man, it it amazes me how hard it is for those defenders to get Kamara down. You know, well, the way yeah. I saw a quote that he had and said he said um he said people think I'm a small guy. I'm not a small guy. I just look small because I stand next to Jalen. Yeah, <laughs> and I thought that was pretty good because I mean he's I guess what? he's six foot tall. Is that right? Is that what he's listed as? I think he's 5'11", 6 foot, I think. I mean, that could be completely wrong. That just came off the top of my head. I think that's right. Yeah, he looks like he's like 5'8 or 9, doesn't he? Yeah, he I mean, does. He does. And, and Well, you know, I mean, you can go back. I can. The first NFL back that kind of came to mind was Dave Maggett, and that goes way back for the New York Giants. I doubt you had even heard of him. Never heard of him. Yeah, well, he, he was that kind of a player. Just you, they couldn't get him on the ground. You know, but he wasn't a guy that you could give it to between the tackles twenty five times a game. Yeah, especially in that, especially in that league. And I think Kamara will be that way in the NFL. Um, kind of a utility player where it can really hurt you. You know, matchup wise, Hurd can be successful in the NFL. Can be very much. Successful. I mean, he's a move the chains kind of guy. He had to be on the right team, but he blocks it very well. He can catch the ball. I think um, I think Hurd's every bit as valuable as an NFL back as Kamara is. For di- I, bet he, I do too. For I different reasons, obviously, but there'll be really inter- interesting evaluations of, bo- of both of those guys to combine. Yeah, because um, I think kind of like what the Titans do with Derrick Henry. Uh, I wasn't big on Derrick Henry. I didn't think he had the lateral quickness to play in the NFL, which he's proved me wrong, and I'm glad since he plays for the Titans. But yeah, but Hurd. Uh, I feel they draft. I feel they drafted Henry, you know, because the offensive line had been shaky. You got Mariota back there who took a beating last year. You can, right. you draft a six foot four running back who can stand back there and be an extra blocker. I think teams will see that value in Jalen. I think they'll see the value of him out of the backfield uh, catching the ball. You know, he can do that, and he can run as well. I think he's he's quicker and he's better. He's a better runner than people give him credit for. Well, and it's like I said, yeah, he is. And it's like I said, he, he never gets to get his shoulders squared to, to show you that. He, never. He, yeah. I, you put him in a high formation, give him a fullback, get him going downhill. It'd be a totally different thing. Totally I just, different. I could be, we could be wrong. Maybe maybe that's what he is, what we've seen. But my brother pointed out the biggest difference that he saw was how much quicker Kamara gets to that first level, right. you know, from the snap. And that's probably fair. Um, go, go. I just, Go ahead. I'm just so biased against that offense. I just hate it. It just it just it doesn't take advantage of the strengths of the team. Yeah, I don't feel. That, I don't feel they. Put, I don't feel we put our players in good positions at all. Um, for, well, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna touch on this right before I go to this, but uh, 
See, I didn't get to watch much of Emmett Smith. My dad the other day said that Kamar kind of reminded him of Emmett Smith. What do you think about that? Uh, that's a weird one. I mean, Emmett was that was really my formative year. I grew up, I grew up a Cowboys fan, and, and uh, Emmett was like one of my heroes in college. Uh-huh. I mean, really, he's more. I would consider him more like Hurd, believe it or not, because. He didn't have any kind of breakaway speed. Yeah. Um, it was, he was just, they got Dallas, man, that give it to Emmett on first down. He, if the line got him four, he'd get five or six or seven. And it's second and four and second and three. And anybody can call good plays when it's like that. Emmett, you're, Emmett you're was from, a bigger guy, wasn't he? Yeah. Okay. Uh, never were, never were, to my knowledge, any uh, brushes with, with trouble. Um, but, you know, he's, there's a faction out there that likes to criticize him that he's not Barry Sanders. And listen, there's a lot to be said for that in terms of natural running ability. But Barry Sanders was the kind of guy that liked to do a lot of dancing. And so for every 80-yard run he'd give you, he'd give you a lot of right. loss of two, loss of three, loss of four. And Detroit never won anything. People said, well, if he played behind that Dallas line, his running style wouldn't have, would have been the same. And he just didn't move the chains. He was fun to watch. But to me, I take Emmett all day, and, the, and the, the final numbers say Emmett was a better back. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah. But going to, uh, which I didn't get to watch him, so I, I can't elaborate at all. But I saw this because I'm, I'm negative on Twitter during games, and I was getting, I was getting handed, getting it handed to me pretty good from some buddies the other night, talking about how negative I was, and. <laughs> I've never had that happen. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, Dobbs, because the, the first play of the second overtime, yeah. Dobbs throws the interception. Yeah. I hated that call. I hated it. I hated it. I still hate it. I always will hate it. Dobbs played a great game. I'm not putting this on Dobbs. What yeah. I, I put this on the board because they had come nowhere close to stopping that option with Dobbs and Kamara and Kamara in the flat. They hadn't come close to stopping it. And what we throw, we decide to throw that skinny attempt at a skinny post over the middle in two overtime. And get this, Dobbs was two of 14 on passes that were 10 plus yards down the field. I didn't know that. That surprised me though. Two of 14. And that's what we chose to go. Okay. So yeah, you know, the, I think that it seems like the biggest controversy was whether or not to go for two uh, in in regulation. Right. And I would have, although I'm not, I don't blame Bush for the decision. It's nothing like the Florida game last year. I get where he's coming from. In his mind, they can't stop us. But I'm thinking we're on the road. We got a tired defense too. Right. We could probably just put him away right here. Right. So I go for two there, although I see why you don't. Now, to your point. Exchange field goals. A&M scores a touchdown. Now, what does that mean? It means you've got four downs. You know you have to go for it on fourth down. Yeah. So there's no reason. There's no reason at all not to run it on first, particularly in light of what you just said, and that there's no way in hell they're going to stop it. They just they couldn't. They were gassed. They could. It was a dumb. It was a bad throw by Dawes. But it was a worse call. It's that absolutely. It's incompetence on the board's part to me. You know. And you know how does he not thing, know that? It, I don't know. I mean, you've got to think that we got four downs here. 
they can't stop us. There's no reason that, I mean, you might throw a little screen, you know, something very safe. You might bust it open for a touchdown, but go over the middle. He threw, that's it, he threw it into four people. Yeah, I know. It's just, that's Dawes for you, man. I mean, you, you know, we talked last week. If we give him the ball in the fourth quarter, he'll make a play to win it. And he, he did just the opposite. Bless his heart. <laughs> as good as he played. Um, yeah. Bless his, and, oh, him not falling on that fumble, man. I, I was hot. Yeah, my son, he blasted him, man. And he, <laughs> I was, I said, it's just not our day. We, we, there's nothing the coaches can do about it. And he's like, Dodge is going to fall on the ball. And I'm like, well, yeah, it wouldn't hurt. But he, he never gives up on a play, you know. No, he doesn't. He's a warrior. I'll, I will give him that. I, yeah. I don't know why he blocked me on Twitter, but. <laughs> uh, what about you, your new account? We were just talking last week. About yeah. how long your accounts lasted, and here we are six days later, and you've got a new account. What happened? Yeah, I was on a world record four month run. Well, I I really don't know. Most of the time I do, but I was I was pretty heavy with the faggot use all weekend, and mostly at Florida people when they were you know making excuses for why I didn't play that game. But I think so Sunday night somebody got into it with Sab, and um, it was <laughs> a young lady named Lacey, I believe is her name. She's real sweet. And I'm not seeing anything but hers because Sad has me blocked, of course. And so Sad, evidently, he does put up, don't worry about me, I'm married a 10, or something like that. I saw that. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> Levi gets the screenshot of it. and That's the only way I even saw that. So I, I took a screenshot of that and then twi- said, somebody tell Sad he's a faggot or something, something <laughs> like that. And I'm pretty sure I went right to sleep after that. And the next morning I get up and it's gone. So I'm going to blame it on that dickhead. He, report, he reported you. He had to. I wouldn't doubt it at all. And that's okay. He, I bet over the weekend he wasn't the only one. He's probably oh, yeah. strong. Brought the camels back. It, you know, I, I probably need to quit doing that. It's a pain in the ass. I had to come. I had to go to Yahoo and get a new email account because I didn't have any more to use. Right. That's what, I, like, that's what I was thinking about. I was like, how many emails does this dude have? Oh man, it's a, it sucks. I'm it, uh, I'm tired of doing it, but I know I'll do it again because I get pissed off so so easily. <laughs> I was gonna say you're gonna have to straighten up. <laughs> yeah, the biggest thing that sucks is you you got to because you can't take us, you can't upload all of your follows and followers, so you you forget sometimes who you follow. So how do you and do like that? I, who do you go to to find everybody? I go to three people. I go to to Melinda, my girlfriend. I go to New Market Mauler, and I go to Seth. And then yesterday I went to you. Because like JD and those guys that, that I met last week, I didn't I didn't remember them at all, and I, I couldn't find them. Right. So I, I think I've got the the core of who I care to see really <laughs> and, and interact with. But there's a lot of media people that I'll like golf riders in particular that I'll I'll usually want to see what they had to say around majors and that sort of thing. And I I'll go six months and forget all about them when when I have to change these accounts. So I don't know, maybe I'll clean up my act and act like a normal person. I don't know. <laughs> what about uh, the warrior hit? I want to talk about that as well. I loved it, man. Yeah, I think that dude's a stud. There's no doubt about it. And we talked about that last week too. You know, that's all we heard in the preseason. Right. It, but it's, you know, it's a big ass to put a, a freshman at free safety. Yeah. And, but to me, it seems like though with that uh, Mosley and, how did Buchanan play the other day? I can't really. You know, I, I wanted to talk about th- that too because I know he played. And yeah. at the cornerback it, position, it's about like at the offensive line. If you don't talk about him, that's probably good. Pro- 
probably a good thing. Yeah, it just seems like they don't know really what to do. I don't know if Justin Martin got any run out there who I can't stand. Not personally, of course, just as a player. I just don't think he ought to be out there. But to me, I don't know if, if Warrior is ready or not, but if they continue to have trouble at corner, I don't know why you don't put Abernathy there and put Warrior free. Yeah. I, thought, I, I, I don't thought know if that's feasible or not, but it just seems like if you got to continue to patchwork, that would be an option for you. Right. Markiel uh, Osborne got some playing time the other day as well. Yeah. He uh, evidently played. You know, he's a great athlete. Um, I guess he did still, all right. I don't, I don't remember. You know, all, only people I remember getting picked on is Foreman. Yeah. I, you know, I, I'm partial to Foreman because he, cause he he went to Dobbins Bennett, which is my hometown. I didn't go to high school there. But, man, I don't know if there's anything he can do to take away from <laughs> running that boy down and knocking that. I mean, that was just an amazing show of courage and heart to do that. Yeah. Because that's not something that everybody's going to do, for sure. No. And the athleticism and speed it took to do it, that guy had 10, 15 yards on him. Yeah. And, um, yeah I don't know if you saw this. Somebody posted a, 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 a Vine sort of thing where Foreman did that exact same thing in high school. Almost. You'd never know it wasn't the same play. It was more in the middle of the field. Uh-huh. But, um, yeah, I wish he could. It's too bad that that, after that Georgia game, he got burned because that interception, if they could have sealed that game, it could have really turned around maybe his legacy somewhat. But yeah, I've got a feeling he's going to kind of always be known as He'll get the guy it. that got lit up quite a bit. There was a guy from Dobbins Bennett. This is probably 10 years ago. His name was Teddy Gaines. You remember that name? No, I don't. Oh, man. Let me tell you something. Foreman is, is uh, Josh Norman compared to Gaines. He was, I mean, all, and they didn't have anybody, they didn't have any other options. That's it toward the end of Fulmer's run, and they just didn't have any other thing to do to put him out there. And they, they he just got burned all the time. And Foreman's <laughs> not like that. It just it seems like he gets beat on <laughs> inopportune times. I think he plays better than he gets credit for. But Yeah, that's he's, he's kind of make one, miss one. He'll make a good one yeah. and miss one, you know. Yeah, that's what I think. You know what? I bet he tests well, and I, I bet at least he gets – a look as a free agent in NFL camp. Yeah, he, and, and, he, he can run. Could, wouldn't be surprised if he gets drafted at all, but I could be dreaming there. He can run, so he's got that going. Yeah. What do you see uh, going to uh, Reeves Maven here? Uh, I've heard I've heard torn bicep, torn labrum. I've heard it all. I think it's telling that uh, I saw Fortenberry. He said this too, and I thought that was pretty pretty telling. The fact that. He hasn't had surgery already that he's waiting. So that tells me, you know, that he, he, he wants to at least try to give it one more run. Do you think we see him this weekend, maybe? Uh, I don't. You know, it's ironic. Back in, I believe it was in May, Melinda had a torn labor. And it wasn't all the way across in that where it was a full rotator cuff. But she was. they still recommended a surgery to repair it. It turned out she had a bone spur that caused it. But she still, and this was, might even been April. But anyway, she's still kind of feeling the effects. Nowhere near full strength. And it's a, it's a serious injury. If, if that's what it is, I, I mean, where'd you get that from? Torn labor. I mean, is that for sure right? What's what's wrong with him? I've, that was just on a board. That was on a pay site. Okay. So, it's like, likely that's what it is. I mean, if it's up around the shoulder. So his rehab is extensive. And they really 
I doubt they really know. I mean, even with the MRI, until they go in there, they probably don't know the full extent of the damage. Yeah. So that would make sense the, then as to maybe why it's so uncertain, you know, what's going to happen. Well, Melinda's ortho said, you know, you can try and rehab these things. That was an option and let them heal on their own. In her case, it would not have happened because of the bone spur. It would have continued to irritate the, the area. So to me, he's got a future. I don't know why you're waiting around. I, I get it. You know, you're, you want to be a part of something special, but you've got money on the line here. And if you go to if you go to that combine with a, with a compromised shoulder, you you may not get drafted at all, and that's millions of dollars. Right, his draft his draft stock was already hurting just for the fact that he's not that tall, you know. So he and it's need, not, he and needs it's going to hurt even more if you've got a linebacker with a history of a shoulder problem. Right. So he needs to get that thing fixed, in my opinion. Yeah, and uh, you know, I honor his courage, and uh, God Almighty, if we had him out there, how much different things would look right now. That's what I was there's telling no somebody. There's no man. way in hell we lose Saturday can, if he's playing. Could you? Can you imagine? I mean, we've been playing pretty dang good. Can you imagine if we were healthy? Yeah, no. Yeah, Seth and John talked about that. It's basically you got a lot of third stringers out there. Yeah, you know, in many positions. You got hell. We we thought we'd never see Dylan Bates. They put him out there. He does okay. He's yeah. not. He's not embarrassing himself. He's a good looking you know? safety. Yeah, that's right. And they got to put him <laughs> in, inside linebacker, but. It, it's just yes. crazy, you know, that I've, I've waited my whole life for the Vols to be good. I used to not care about the Vols because we were so bad, and I had to cheer yeah. for the Titans. I, I went to every Titans game for a couple of years. And the one year we have the talent, everybody gets hurt. But Well, it's like I told you last week. and I, I, That's good. I'm glad to hear it because I, I hear you. Uh, Christian's the same way. He, he, all he's heard all his life is Tennessee football, Tennessee football, and he's like, Dad, we never beat anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you know what's funny is, I was born in 1970, so once I kind of was able to understand what was going on, say 77 or so, it's the same way. You know, the, the majors first group of teams, we didn't beat anybody until 85. Yeah. But it's like I talked to you last week, the fact that you're having to put in the second and third teamers and not having – you're having a drop-off, but it's not dramatic. We're 5-1. and one. And, that's right. So that bodes well for the future. That means that that roster has been restocked by recruiting. And really, if Butch doesn't win another game, I get that's what he was brought here to do to get the roster SEC caliber because it wasn't even anywhere near that no. at, at the end of Dewey's tenure. We were slow. It was, it was a terrible. It was a terrible roster. I mean, up and everywhere, yeah. and it's not that way now. Uh, the uh, my bad. Going to Bulware and Thomas, I guess that the healing, I guess they said Thomas early in the year was hurt. And evidently he was because I didn't ever, you know, I usually early in the year we were all talking about how bad he sucked. And after he came in the other night, I never thought about him again. No, it's the whole line is ever since Chance Hall came in, it's, it's, it's like it's a whole different set of six guys. Yeah. Uh, but I'm, I'm, it can't be just that. You know, you have to say, well, no. You know, getting is. You think Drew Richmond's played since? I don't, I don't think he has. I don't think he's played a snap. No, and that, that's not a good thing. But that's a left tackle, and maybe he'll be okay. But yeah, I, I mean, first time I heard about Thomas being hurt was that Seth actually texted me and told me he's got a. I think he turned his ankle over, sort of like what Kirkland did. Really? And because um, he was getting just demolished, whether he was at center or outside of tackle, it just. He, he he looked like his freshman year when that striker kid just oh, ate him up. Oh, Lord, yeah. 
but it's yeah. No, he's he's been solid. I mean, it, I couldn't ask for any more. I mean, we got some. Dobbs had some pressure on him, but I mean, Garrett didn't even come close to taking that game over. And yeah, maybe he wasn't one hundred percent, but hell, neither were we. That's so what, that's what pissed me off at the end of the game. Actually, I was watching SEC in sixty tonight. Or no, I was watching Feinbaum for some reason, and. Yeah. Uh, they had someone on there, and someone was talking. I, you know, I thought we did well for uh, to not have it, all my guys one hundred percent. I'm like, dude, yeah. don't. I was like, don't give me that crap. We had yeah. we have four guys out. Yeah, I don't want to hear that crap. Uh, uh, no, they, they, he got they lucky. They he got lucky is what he got. What we dealt with. Someone got lucky is what he got. Uh, yeah, is is Tiger Woods done? Yeah, I don't know. Um, not a Tiger fan. Let me just say that up front. I, when he came on the scene, you kind of picked him or Mickelson, and I picked Phil. Some of that was is sort of why I don't like LeBron James. Racist. Yeah, I'm sure that's what I'll be told. Um, what, Nike gets a hold of some of these guys and just pump, you know, markets them to the moon before they've ever done anything. Yeah. It turns me off. And, uh, you know, Tiger won three star US amateurs. There's nothing to to sneeze at, but you know they're acting like he's Jack Nicklaus right away, and it turned out he was. But that's it was just a lot of things like that. He there was a book that somebody wrote, and his dad was quoted as saying he's going to do more for anybody and humankind, even Jesus Christ. It was that's a paraphrase, but that's pretty much what he was saying. You know, come on, dude, it's a golfer, you know. Uh, but is he done? There, he did a clinic today. At some at some court probably probably a course he designed, and there was a one of the I think it was Bob Herrick of ESPN talked about he's out there hitting shots for people and he was just flushing everything, driver irons chips no matter what he looked like he's in, in peak form, and so he committed to that tournament Friday, and he backs out barely a week later not even a week later. And he backs out of the Turkish Airlines Open that he committed to next month. So that's a month out. Why Why do you commit to these two things on Friday and four days later you're out of it? Yeah. Particularly, it can't be a physical thing. And evidently, and again, this is, this is third-hand or second-hand information. He looked like he was having absolutely no issues hitting a golf ball today. So it has to be a mental thing is what I speculate in that he's still having problems with chipping and he doesn't trust himself to not make a fool of himself in front of a gallery. That's what women will do to you, man. Yeah. <laughs> ever it's since, humble. Ever since she got after him with that golf club, he ain't been the same. No. It, it, I mean, it's... Golf's a mental it, game. You know, it's, it's, it's a big mental game. But to be as good as he was, to go to what he is, it's just... You, it's the most it's the most shocking thing I've ever seen in yeah, sports. We keep what everybody's waited for him to snap out of it, and it oh, we don't yeah, we don't know if it's yeah. ever going to happen. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a pretty decent chance, and I think he just he just can't accept being average, or certainly not even you know perhaps below average. Now he, he's never going to be never within be. a million with a lot within a lot year of what he what he was at his peak, but. Can he go out there and contend in a major once a year? And it doesn't look like that he can. And if he can't, he's not gonna he's not gonna bother with it. I don't think he's got the same fire and motivation. I think the that that scandal, I I believe it did a lot to his psyche. 
And I think he doesn't carry himself in the same way as confidently as he did. I think it wounded him that much. Yeah. And saying it should when you do something like that. Yeah, because he was uh, Tiger and he was, you know, literally that's all you have to say. He was Tiger, the one yeah. and only. He was Tiger. And now after that, it's kind of like he's got the looking out of the corner of his eye everywhere he goes kind of thing. Yeah. You know, the, he's just, the confidence he's just isn't a, there. He's just, not, just another guy and his body's falling apart. Nobody's afraid of him anymore. You get that Mike Tyson effect when he, once he was knocked out. Right. And he's 40 years old now, and uh, you can still play golf. You know, Mephiston's 46, um, but Phil hadn't had five knee surgeries, right, and three or four back yeah. surgeries. Um, you oh. know, I, I'd never, I, I, I don't know how you could say he's definitely done forever, but but it sure does look like that it's – if you you wouldn't want to bet one way or the other on this no. and, feel good, and feel good about it. No. Uh. Before we go, yeah, we won't get too far deep into it. But uh, what happened? What do you think happens this weekend against Bama? Yeah, if you had uh, to, if you had to put money on it, what 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 are you what are you going? Well, I'm not. I'd I'd lay that 13 points. I think that line's crazy. But we talked about this too. Vegas has had these lines exact the last yeah, three, three. they have. So, but it opened it. What did it open at nine and it went to thirteen? I believe that's right. right. Mine even went. I think it's just a bunch of Alabama money coming in that keeps that line going up. And you know, there's a lot of that. It's sort of the Dallas Cowboy effect. Everybody bets on Dallas because they're fans. And there's probably some of that. They're probably looking at the injuries. And you've got a ten game or whatever winning streak. So um, oh. there's no reason in the world that we can't beat them, though. even with the injuries. The big here's what I would hang my head on to feel like that we got a real shot at this is that Bama's got a freshman quarterback and he's looked really good. I get all that. And it's, I keep hearing someday he's going to win a Heisman. Okay, great. But he's still a freshman and a freshman quarterback will always, always throw up an egg at some point. And he's not done that yet. And so he's going to go into a tough environment. He, I, I think this is, we keep saying this every week, but this is not a game that you can get down. You got to jump on them quick and get that kid thinking and get him rattled. If you can do that, you can win that game. I agree. It'd be about a lot, but you know, a seven point, maybe a three point game. Right. It, it's winnable. It's right there for you, but you got to clean up the turnovers. And you can't look. We didn't talk about this. The penalties have got to go too. That's been all yeah. your thing. Yeah. You got to play a clean game like you did the majority of the year last year. Those things you can win that game. Yeah. I don't. Uh, I don't like our chances mainly for the fact just how beat up we are. And yeah. to uh, you know, Alabama, they wear you down. Third, fourth quarter. That's what always gets us. But. uh like you said, if we get on him early, if we can get in his head early, hit him a couple times early, and get the crowd into it, and like you said, if we don't get down, if we can stay in the game, keep the crowd into it, I, I, I like our chances. I'm not saying we're going to win. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't think we will. But that. But that's just because it's. You just. It, just common sense is we well, can't take against Bama, but they they've lost a game the last what is it six years at least one they won national titles three of those years they usually lose and it's usually on the road and um, they've won nineteen straight or whatever there's some things about just where things have got to turn around yeah. the streak that they've got against us the winning streak they have period teams don't win forever they right. lose right right what goes up must <laughs> so, come down maybe it's our turn. Um, it needs to be because I, you know, I don't. We, you know, we say we we won't be that much. You think we'll be better next year? You know, I, I don't know if we'll be as good, but you know, we need to start it now. No, no better time than now. So, uh, 
Nealon needs yeah. Nealon needs to be into it. We need to we need to get on him quick, hit him a couple times, and see what happens from there. I hope so, brother. But uh, if not, um, if you if you went into this year and said, "All right, we're going to go two and two in this stretch," and you beat Florida, Georgia, that's the correct two teams you want to beat. And I understand where you know most people my age. No, I just want to beat Bama. No, it's not that way anymore, folks. You, you got to win those divisional games. Yeah. If you'd went, if you said we're going two and two, win those first two in the East, and basically have it clinched, assuming Florida loses, and you know who knows, but still, We'd been I think all most over people it. take that. Yeah, I, I would have taken it. No doubt, I would have. Ten and two would be a good season. It, it really would. It's not eleven and one. You, you can't make a playoff, but if, um, it's, I, a, it's 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 certainly a step forward for the program, way beyond where we've been for a long time. And so I, I think it's. I think it's reasonable to say that that's a good season. Supposedly, Herb Street earlier said that uh, <coughs> if we're ten and two and beat whoever in the SEC championship game, he said we get in the playoff. I saw it too. I think it just depends on like you would have to have like Washington be like ten and two also. Right. You, or yeah. Washington's got to lose. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Louisville needs to lose another one. Would help, would help a lot. Yeah, you really like to see Houston take Louisville down. Yeah. So if they do. Houston's not going to go for sure. Louisville will be knocked out. Um, it would also depend on like it's, so you get assume you get Bam in a rematch. You'd need to handle them fairly. You know, it, right. it couldn't be one of these crazy hail mary games. You'd have to beat them convincingly. If you did those things, yeah, maybe so. You might yeah. get in there if, 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 the, if the cards fall right. Yeah. So I think the SEC champion gets in. But uh, uh, well, brother, that's all I got tonight. Uh, all right. Thank you guys for listening, and uh, we'll see what happens Saturday. Go Vols. GBO, bro. I'll admit it, I'll admit it. Watch your motherfucking tone, boy. Yeah, hurt, boy. All here going on, motherfucker that don't understand the concept of putting money first, boy. I'm about to hit you with the work, boy. I'm about to hit you with the work, boy. I hate coming through stunning on niggas that I know. Ah, that's the worst, boy. Worst. I'll admit it, I'll admit it. I'll admit it. You haven't been to man for like a minute. I told you that I'm in it for the long haul. You can really get the business. I'll admit it, I'll admit it. I'll admit it. Roll the switches, hitting switches. Got me feeling like a ball hog. I don't pass it when I get it. I'll admit it, I'll admit it. You too worried about the bitches. I got one girl, and she my girl, and nobody else can hit it. She'll admit it, she'll admit it. She ain't fucking with you niggas. And just like every single other thing in my life, you can have it when I'm finished. I hear the talk on road is I'ma 